what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. So let's start. So we are here at... Granite Falls Brewery here in sunny Granite Falls, North Carolina. With Drew from Ports 40. How you doing, Drew? I'm good. Good. Welcome to this neck of the woods, man. Yeah, man. I've uh, kind of previously been around this area a little bit. More towards Rutherfordson. So, right? Yeah. Right on. Not... Well, we're glad to have you. Uh, what, Drew, tell me a little bit about your band. Um, well, uh, Porch 40's kind of just a high-energy kind of band. We're just trying to have fun and just create a type of music that's really gets people going and something exciting. So let's talk about how Porch 40 started out. How much has heavy it changed? <laughs> heavy How much has changed? Those are very long questions. I'll, I'll, I'm going to short it down. Porch 40 started out... And a house party. We moved into a house called the farmhouse, and it was a terrible place to live, but an awesome place to meet people. So me and Mitch moved in there, the violin player, and we there were a lot of lots of traffic coming in and out. We finally met the right guys who were wanting to play music, and uh, I had a, I had a party. We came up with their band name, probably about the third party we were playing at, and it basically had to do with Forty just being on the porch. I mean, there's a lot of other things that were happening, but you know, it was a good time, good social gathering. In Porch 40, we started playing out in public. We finally got our first opportunity, I think, at Soul Infusion. People started dancing at Soul Infusion and Silva. They started dancing. We were, like, looking at each other like, what? Oh, like, my God. Like, they actually enjoy this? Yeah. We were just like, wow. <laughs> People dancing. are smiling and dancing, and they like it. That's so, what it's all about, right? Yeah. And that's, you know, what we try and stick to. We don't try and take ourselves too seriously. Like, on our um, social media, we just try and say some fun things, you know. Not trying to be... I don't know. A lot of bands, I feel like, just take themselves way too seriously and are so entitled to music. And I think music should just be shared and it's fun. So True that. I like that. I like that, too. So is there, like, a pretty good music scene in Silva? How was the music scene yeah. in Silva? When uh, I'm from Silva, so I've, I grew up there my whole life. And there were some different things in the beginning. So did Spencer. I mean, Spencer met in high school. He kind of dated my sister in sixth grade. Anywho, <laughs> we finally we so music together now. Long yeah. history. I know, yeah. But, you know, it's just always changed. It was a huge indie rock explosion coming in the early 2000s. That was kind of going on. Bands like Total War were hitting it big, and they finally moved to Asheville. But there was nothing that was really, like, funk rock. We didn't really even know what we were doing. We didn't, like, set out to be like, we're going to be funk rock. It just kind of was a genre that we all liked together, like... Carter, the bass player, really liked metal, so did the drummer. I liked folk and kind of like indie music. But for some reason, funk rock was that conduit between all of us as musicians that made Porch 40. It, we just let it happen. It, it's not like we forced anything. I forgot the original question. I don't even know if I answered that, that, that's it. That's perfectly sounded fine. sounded good. <laughs> uh, the, uh, well, just listening to some of your music I, you know, on, the, on YouTube and this, that, and the other thing, you guys have played with bands such as I'll name drop uh, Dirty Dozen's Bass Brass Band back in. They're awesome. Right. I've seen them uh, numerous times with Watch for Panic. I think they're phenomenal. I, Great to, guys, To be too. held in good graces with those guys, I, I mean, that's that's that, that, that's close to a dream come true, right? It was pretty awesome. Right. It's just good. It's even more awesome when you talk to them after, afterwards. Yeah. And they're real chill with you, you know, and they're sharing sure. their experiences. And they're not being, you know, mean or anything. For sure, yeah. So it was good. I mean, I sat for two hours and listened to Kevin... He's one of the guys in there. Just talk. And I soaked it all up. I was like, keep talking, sure. man. 
How was New Orleans? So y'all went on some sort of like New Orleans tour, it was right? Good. Yeah, we went to New Orleans for three days. It was very blurry. Ate a lot of chicken. Ate a lot awesome. Of chicken. Drank a lot. <laughs> Ate a lot of crawdads. I don't. It was blurry, but it was a great time, and we had some really good videos from there. We've been there twice, and uh, it's just good people. We went there with Hazy Ray, which is a band from New Orleans, so they've been hooking us up there, That's and the awesome. good guys, yeah. So um, I want to know. So there's a few festivals coming up, right, in the summer. So yeah. I want to know what's going on in the summer. What do you guys have planned for the summer? Honestly, I don't really know. I kind of look at the the um, schedule, like, as a weekend basis. Like, I just kind of see what I've got. I don't look too far in advance. But we've definitely got some schedules lined up. I know we're going on the road in August. And we're going, I think, to Philadelphia. I would interview someone else about this, <laughs> honestly. Right. But really? we'll catch up with your management later. Yeah, he he knows what he's doing. Right for I, sure. Yeah, he seems like a he seems like he's really got his head on his shoulders. He gets guys going in the right direction. Yeah, and man, I sure. get to just chill and focus on the music and yeah. you know the energy within the band. Right. Well, I, I saw today that you guys are playing with uh, the broadcast and the Suffers. Yeah, coming up at the Orange Peel. I saw the Suffers are playing uh, David Letterman tonight. Right, they're playing Letterman tonight. Yeah, they are. They're playing on the yeah the Tonight Show, which is going to be cool. It's going to be cool to talk to those guys. And the Gray Eagles, an awesome bar, like awesome, real low ceilings. It's real kind of punk style. That's right. Yes, man. But I love that bar. Can you imagine that you smoke cigarettes in that place? Probably. Oh man, it just gets so clouded. (laughs) You're playing with broadcast. Is that what you just said? Yeah, the broadcast and the suffers. Yeah, and they came to Holler Mill. Yeah, and and. Beautiful Hickory, North Carolina. Yeah, we needed to add that Hickory. <laughs> Gorgeous. Y'all should come to Holler Mill. Yeah, please. Well, they are playing at the. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and announce it, I guess. Uh, JGI and the Mesh are going to present a brand new music festival in sunny North Carolina in June. On June the twentieth at the Mosteller Mansion, Porch Forty, we'll be there, and uh, we're very look. We're looking forward to pl- them playing for sure. And help out all the uh, all, all those dogs and cats and all that good stuff that can't help themselves. So we appreciate you guys doing yeah, that for no, us. Yeah, man, no, yeah, no problem. problem. It's fine with us. We've done that before for dogs and cats. For sure, it's been good times. They're, for the so. they're better for yeah, the dogs better, and the they're cats. They're better than people most. They times. are. They really are. Right. But yeah, I think we did an RF thing at Soul Infusion one time, which turned out to be pretty good. That's awesome. And it rained. Yeah. And we still made it work. It was outdoor. Perfect, things. man. Lots of tarps. Cool. Sorry, I was drinking beer. That's fine. <laughs> Is this the first mess podcast to have uh, beer on? Yeah, maybe. So we can consciously drink trend. beer. Abigail, we're starting a new trend. Yeah, we are. Definitely for sure. I think people respect you more if you have a beer. I think so. A I think so. And a mustache, but I can't. Do I mean, I'm having I'm having four right now at once. I think you could. No. <laughs> so um, I want to know what y'all's favorite um, this year out of. All the shows you played, what was, like, your favorite place slash town that you went to? I mean, I don't know how long you guys actually stay, but... Well, it's in 2015. Oh, uh, 14. Or 14. Yeah, let's talk about or 14. Ever. Yeah, I don't know. Ever. I know some of the worst ones, but I don't want to go into detail there. <laughs> We've been kicked out of some counties. Um, I think my favorite is probably the Orange Peel. Uh, we were crowd surfing there. I, okay, I know my favorite gig was the album release party. And it was yeah. so packed in Mad Batter, it was just like a venue. And it was just support from all over. Sure. Uh, for those who don't know, where's that, where that venue? That's in Silva, North in Carolina. Silva, right. yep. And it's a really awesome place, yeah. serving like really organic food. Sure. Great. They used to have a place in Colby, but it burned down after something happened in Subway. Right. 
someone didn't make a sub right <laughs> and just torched a bunch of great restaurants there. But anywho, they moved into downtown, and then we were like, yeah, your place is awesome. Let's let's have a show there. And we did have a show there. And that's fantastic. Just, that's probably my favorite show of all time. That That's awesome when... You know, a crowd like that responds to what what you've put your heart and soul into for yeah. so long, and that, that's got that, yeah. that's got to be something else, right? Man, it's like humbling, you know. It's just like wow, like people like it, you know. And it's people I grew up with the whole time I was in that right. town. So I'm just like, they'll yeah. always be your best fans. No yeah, matter what. they will. And you know, that whole scene in Silva, they respect, they love all the music, the local music that goes right. on. It's like PMA and who's some other bands? <laughs> PMA, Darren and the Butter Toast. They're all just so great. Great, so. yeah. Good scene for sure. In the short time, I actually lived in in your neck of the woods there for a while. Really? Yeah, and that that was uh, that's one thing I did catch on to is uh, the folks from where you're from really do appreciate really great music. Yeah, and you know they're they're not a they're not a bashful for that at all, and they'll just they'll they'll cover you with it. Yeah, I mean it just kind of surprised me because you know you got this whole EDM scene going on, and that's kind of more electronic dance. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, as a band, you feel like that's kind of just taking over the whole market. And when you get started as a band and you have that kind of support, it's just nice because that people right. still love music with real instruments and stuff like that. Right. Well, since you brought it up, do you, do you ever feel like you have to emulate EDM to, to an extent? That you um, have to give the band sort of, uh, give the fans some sort of, I don't want to say bass drop for goodness sake, but almost uh, a feel. And I know you said you're high energy. Yeah. But do you ever feel like you have to appease to that sort of thing? I mean, am I reaching? No, uh, no. When you talk about that, I feel like when we want to be successful as musicians, we need to see what's popular. We need to see how we can bridge that gap back from... Because dubstep's exciting. I mean, it sounds like robots doing absolutely. whatever robots do. But like, they will take over the world It's pretty exciting music. You know, it's really like high energy. And uh, to kind of emulate that or pull them in and give them a bridge into a different type of genre because we're trying to do something fresh in the in the beginning anyways. Sure. And uh, it's just something to pay attention to. We're not really trying to, like... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mitch more bass drops. But Mitch on the violin, the electric violin, he does have, like, a volume pedal that kind of simulates a dubstep drop. Sure. I mean, it's something to think about. You can't just ignore that. Uh, right, you know? right, right, right. Um, you know, it, it, it's hard to... Yeah, to say you emulate anything because that's just, that's not fair. But we kind of do. I mean, we right. just pull right for sure, for sure. And it, and it might just be, you know, when it, whenever you're trying to create music, you, it, it might not even be trying to emulate anything. It might just be something that's stuck in your head. Yeah, and right? that's usually yeah, that is. It's just in the beginning we were just things that were stuck in our heads, things that we were individually into. Right, like Betsy Ross is a horse. Betsy Ross was totally a song. That was a weird song. That song. <laughs> That song, we tried to play a song with another guy, and it did not work out. And this poor guy, we got upstairs and just wrote that song instantly. <laughs> and this guy was downstairs just alone, and we couldn't write any. It was weird. But anywho, that was just like us. We were just explosive with our songwriting, you know. It was a lot of songwriting dudes, Porch 40. Lots of dudes. Lots, Lots of, of dudes. dudes. Lots, Lots of writing. Dudes. Lots of songwriting. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you mentioned, uh, do you guys all live together? Uh, we kind of used to. Right. It's just tough. How's the band it's house? A bunch of guys. It's yeah. it's a mess. I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's trash everywhere. <laughs> I'm ready. Right and our release is up in May, so I'm gonna live in my car. I think for a while. Right. Save some money. Yeah. Start the uh, the GoFundMe Indiegogo account. You know that that type thing. Yeah. I mean, it should be good. I mean, I don't feel like getting a lease is gonna last a year while I'm gonna be on the road. If that, especially in true. August, if we're going on yeah, a tour. Yeah, for sure. I'm just living in my car for like. 
three months this is a plan that I kind of just made recently right. I don't feel like it's going to really be fun but I have a gym membership I can shower there right yeah <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you're ever in Hickory, you know who to call. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put you up, here. no problem. Drew, thanks, Thank you, man. Guys. Thanks Thank for you, coming boys. on. I know you guys got to get going. Mm-hmm. Thank us. you, Abby. It's only against the law if you get caught. It's only against the law if you get caught. It's only against the law if you get caught. It's only against the law if you get caught. With the devil, trying to get my level, trying to get my any on what time. Welcome to the Mesh.tv. That's cool. I'm, good to be, I'm glad to be here. Great. Uh, awesome. <laughs> no, we're only going to count how many times you do that. Okay. All right. Just, just kidding. I'm okay with so, that. So, 
Spencer, tell, tell us what tell us what you uh, do, what music you what kind of music you listen to. What uh, what do you play in Porch Forty? That type of thing. Um, I'm the drummer for Porch Forty. Right. I've been playing drums for about ten years now. I mean, I like a little bit of everything as far as music goes. I grew up listening to classic rock mostly, and, right. and you know, I piqued my interest when I got into jazz and funk and soul stuff like that. And I really got into that for a while. And I played in some punk bands too, and done all that fun stuff, right. you know. But uh, you know, really, funk really hit home with me. So like, I could find a common ground with a bunch of different kinds of music and a bunch of different musicians and the genre of funk and so that's kind of what I set my eyes on eventually because that's what I enjoyed playing the most you know right uh, you know going back I've listened to a bunch of you guys stuff on YouTube and, and, and all that good stuff yeah um, I can definitely hear punk influences I can hear sky influences I can hear heavy metal influences I can go on and on and on and it's uh, it's refreshing to see guys that get that take and meld their different influences and can come up with a cohesive type sound, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's 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 awesome to hear. Um, some other bands that you know that that you guys are playing with right now are doing some big things, and you guys are doing some big things too. Um, April 11th, right? The, at uh, where 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 now? The Gray Eagle, right? Yeah, the Gray Eagle. Gray Eagle, yeah. Yeah, that's the Gray Eagle date. That's awesome. Uh, what I, I've I've never been to the Gray Eagle. Uh, what, what, what's that? What's the What's the Gray Eagle like? Um, the Gray Eagle's very uh, down home to me because I kind of grew up around that scene in Asheville, and the Gray Eagle was, you know, that like it's like the orange pill except for like all the cool people hang out there, you know, <laughs> right? All the cool you. kids, you know, all the, all the tourists go to the, the orange pill. Yeah, yeah, well, and, you know, the orange pill still has great shows, and I love playing there. For not sure, the best orange pill, but. I just grew up around that scene in Asheville, that underground scene, and going to see bands there. One of the first bands I ever saw there was of Montreal, which is right. one of my one of my favorite bands. Great show, and they pulled it off with the Grey Eagle so well. Um, for me, the Grey Eagle is just about underground music and local stuff, and bringing these out of town artists and uh, local musicians together, and doing these awesome shows on this really like cool, like old school place too. It's not like a it's it's nice, but it's kind of you know old school feeling, you know. Gotcha. And, it ha- and it has a great sound, easy to work with people there. They're all they're all easy to work with. The sound guys are awesome, and I just enjoy playing there. And I've only got to play there one time, but we headlined that show, and it was a great time. That's awesome. So I'm ready to play there again, especially with those two bands. They're great bands. I personally right. I've looked them up the other day, and they're great bands. They're both really for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the the broadcast uh, headlined Hickory's Oktoberfest last year. Yeah, they were fantastic. They just played a free show at uh, the Holler Mill in Hickory not too long ago. Had a had a fantastic turnout. Um, and you know it's and I, I wouldn't doubt if we you know you, if you guys play that type of venue you you you'd kill it in our town too. Oh yeah, so, yeah for sure for I mean, sure. And um, you know it's well, how do you it, it's it's weird playing a Monday night show right? Uh yeah it is yeah. kind of strange. I'm kind of excited i'm happy sure, to be yeah. playing on a monday night i'd rather be playing tonight than to be working absolutely <laughs> so, absolutely I, I completely agree with you so yeah i i i mean the more you put me on the road the more shows you give me the more i eat it up I, i'm a junkie right. for it all so awesome yeah. uh, how many how many shows did you guys do last year oh lord i have a i mean i, 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 keep I don't up expect with, you bought a calculator or anything but. i keep up with my set lists i have a filled in three years of Porch 40, I filled like three or four books full of set lists. So That's great. Quite a few shows. I mean, the past two or three months, we've been all up and down the East Coast and the South and going down to New Orleans and all that for Mardi Gras. Was, right. You know, a great time and great culture. And, you know, we've we've been playing, you know, two, three shows a week. That's if fantastic. We can. Yeah. 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 And uh, 
I want to keep doing that. I want to do seven shows a week if I can. Oh, abs- absolutely. Yeah. The, it, I'm, a, I'm workaholic as far as it comes to drumming and playing, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, we, we, we've pumped that April 11th gig and all that good stuff. So what I, what I really want to know is um, are you going to rock this crowd at Granite Falls Brewery tonight or what? We're going to what? <laughs> are you going to rock this crowd tonight or oh, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be too loud. <laughs> of course. Yeah, absolutely. Right off Pe- the bat. <laughs> people came for a nice dinner and they're getting I love it. It's, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I, I'm excited to put the, the stick on the head tonight and really play. I mean, absolutely. I'm always excited, but... It's Monday. Awesome. Beer break. Beer break. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I want to go ahead and say uh, real quick. Don't want to make this about me, but <laughs> yes, uh, <she> does. <laughs> just a little. What, what's I, different about this? I, I actually went to uh, Western Carolina with um, all of you, right? All of you went to Western, right? Except for you. You just hung out there. Yeah. Well, uh, that's okay. Sick burn on the mesh. I know, for real. That hurt me real deep, Ouch. Abby. I'm so sorry. Um, and I, this isn't really even a question. I'm just talking. Um, we're edit all this. We're going to cut this up. Uh, I, I guess I kind of saw you guys when you really first joined together. And it's changed a lot, but it's like been almost like this... I don't want to sound stupid, but, like, it was almost, like, beautiful kind of... It was really awesome to see, like, your Facebook likes to just, you know, I knew you guys when you just, like, you just made a Facebook, and that was really awesome. So I remember that day, the first day we made a Facebook? Yeah. Like, I was, literally, I, I was sitting there, and I was just like... It's really <laughs> yeah, we were, computer. Yeah, we were just like, let's make a Facebook. Now what? We didn't have any intention of, like, you know... We, doing it this big as a, as a bet with the race with PMA you remember that yeah for Facebook to see you get the most likes at the beginning what was oh, that that's... it was a bet to race for likes with PMA uh-huh. I think you guys might win are winning now are you well we haven't been keeping scores since like <laughs> summer we'll just say we don't pay attention matter. anymore yeah. <laughs> right. it doesn't matter at least if y'all were betting like a dollar a like or something I'd be <laughs> yeah better pay off oh so since this gets posted like probably next week uh what are can you tell me like some upcoming places you're going to be playing we're playing boone at the local on the 17th with uh the french broads right opening oh, nice. up opening up for us which will be a, a really really fun show the french broads are great band. oh that'd be good yeah and then on the annual you know soul infusion 420 blast oh, which yeah. is we've done i guess this will be our third year doing that We've done that since we started. I mean, it's 420, and you got to celebrate oh, Porch yeah. 40 on 420. We, right. we like to celebrate. <laughs> Soul Fusion's been very supportive of us in the past, too. Yeah, they've been a great venue to play at, and they got us a lot of, like, really early support back in the day. But that, that, that's great, man. I, I, you guys are really hitting the heady crowd, and that's, that's phenomenal, and we all appreciate it. And it's just, you know... I, Talking to Abby, Abby turned me on to you guys, and um, I'll be honest, I, I, I've, I've listened to the rundown, and it's <laughs> it's really good, and it's, you know, I've, I've contacted your management, Mr. Justin Roper, sitting beside you of Speakeasy, and uh, we're uh, we're looking forward to having you guys back in Hickory for our big event on June 20th, too, to help out the main site in our area. That's awesome. We really appreciate you guys doing we're that. We're excited to come down here and play. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, to having you and putting you up and all that good stuff. And We're looking forward to rocking. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. For <laughs> yeah, sure. it'll be a fun show. For sure. Always is. 
Alan and Chris here with an exciting announcement about something coming to the Western North Carolina area later this year. It's the first ever Foot Candle Film Festival. That's right, an honest-to-goodness film festival that's happening September 25th through the 27th at the Salt Block in Hickory, North Carolina. Films are being submitted from all over the world to be considered. Do you or someone you know have a film that you'd like to submit? Visit footcandle.org and follow the link to the festival for instructions. Stay tuned later in the year as we announce our choices and start selling tickets. Visit footcandle.org for more information. We'll see you in September. We were Scott from Porch 40. How you doing, Scott? Doing wonderful, thanks. Great. He just his face with over. Yeah, have some burgers. Well, french fries. French fries. Scott, so uh, uh, we've been talking to a bunch of other guys, and uh, a couple other guys in your band, and we've talked about the uh, the Dirty Dozen's Brass Band gig. Oh, man, that was a really cool experience. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Well... I've been, you know, a fan of the Dirty Dozen Brass Band for years. Um, uh, Carter and, and I have been listening to them since before Porch 40. Um, we've been put on to them for years. Like, 
Uh, they've been a big inspiration to me. Both of the saxophone players are big influences. Great, great performers. So, you know, I got to talking to them earlier on during the sound check uh, to the Barry sax player, and we were just talking back and forth. And he's like, well, man, you know, if you're down, I would love to have you come up and jam with us. And I said, sure, just, you know, let me know. And so, I'll, you know, of course, during their show, I'm right up front having a great sure. time. Um, and uh, the sousaphone player, actually, kind of catches my attention and just points over to the side of the stage like go get your horn when we got my horn and they pulled me up on the next song and you know that right in itself i was completely content like walking on clouds right there i was sure, sure. happy as could be man and then it's like just tell me the key and what, what we're doing that's exactly what, what i said uh, yeah. kevin looked at me he said hey man <laughs> This is what we're in. You ready? And I said, "Yeah, let's let's do it." Let's and do so we got up there and we played a couple uh, that went through that first song. You know, by that point, I'm expecting, "Oh, well, that was cool. I can get off stage." And he grabs me. He goes, "Uh, uh-uh, you're staying right here." And I was, <laughs> so we jammed out with them for a couple more songs. Man, that was an experience. I tell you, uh, that, that's, that's 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 awesome, man. I've I've listened to Dirty Dozens for forever, and being a big fan of Watchmen Panic, they did a live album with with the Dirty Dozens and all that. Yeah, and you you know, it's those guys are out, they're fantastic. Oh yeah, they're fantastic, unbelievable musicians. Right. Every one of them is great. Yeah. I mean, you can still rattle off. What'd you do with them? Uh, the 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 three the names of their songs. Yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, I think one of them was a uh, dirty old man. Yeah, dirty old man. Yeah. And then uh, I don't. I'm an, another one. I believe was just an open jam. Right. And then the last song that I did with them, they were pulling up audience members. And having them come up and dance, and you know, some of, one of them was actually a friend of ours, and that's great. So they, were, you know, we're up on the stage dancing. I don't know if they had a name for that. Right song. on, I'm not yeah. Really sure. That, that's 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 awesome, man. I know playing, you get, being able to play with other musicians that you you know so fond of. Oh yeah, I'm sure is just you know just something you you're never gonna let that go. And you know that's part of the spirit of it, man. It's just having a good time and playing music, Always. and you know just making something good come out of it. Um, and uh, introduce your boy here. Oh uh, yeah, I got Carter right over here, our bass player. Hi, everybody. Who's this guy? He's you know <laughs> this guy? in my ear Why nudging, in here? <laughs> nudging and making fun of me. But uh, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna you know let Carter turn it over to Carter here and let right you guys on. talk to him for a minute. So, so man, thanks, man. I'm gonna finish my uh, thanks, dinner. <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, Thank you, Scott. Bye, Scott. Charlotte. It's <laughs> weird to try to. You know I'm standing here. And, you know, that's what you do, it, man. I just did it to you. That's fair. Right. Oh, right on. I'm like, thanks, Scott. I'm not even looking at you. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Abby. I can feel the sincerity. Carter, what's up, man? Not a whole lot, man. What's up? Welcome down with the band on the mesh. Right on. Happy to you, be here. Tell you, us something cool. You made it. Tell us something cool. I'll tell you something cool. I just finished this really cool beer from this place called uh, the Bishop Coal Miner. It's amazing. I like it's it's a little strong though. I'm gonna have to have like no more before the show. None more. <laughs> like none more. Awesome. Carter, um, we've been talking awesome. to a bunch. We've been talking to a few of your other bandmates about different things today and. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots, uh, of lo- lots, lots of things. things. Lots of things. Lots of things. Lots of things. Things are good. Gigs you've had in the past and all that stuff. Um, and I, I love it. You know, growing up, classic rock was my deal too. Oh yeah. Allman Brothers. All day. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Also on that list is Marshall Tucker Band. Absolutely. And Absolutely. you guys had the 
privilege. The distinguished privilege. Distinguished of, privilege. Distinguished privilege of opening up for the Marshall Tucker Band. Yes, we did. Pretty that was, uh, pretty recently, right? Pretty recently. That was like a month or two ago. It was February, right? January. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just like you. I grew up listening to that stuff. My, yeah, my parents sure. played. My parents spun Marshall Tucker records all the time growing up. One of my favorite songs by them uh, was Every Day I Got the Blues or something like yeah. that. It was just yeah, a really yeah. long blues rock jam they did, and it was amazing. They didn't play it, but I got to hear lots of other stuff. But uh, I got a hug from Doug Gray. That was cool. Yeah, That was always. really cool. I was carrying stuff backstage. Warm and fuzzy. Like, getting, like, right off stage, as you do when you're playing with someone like that. And I just sort of right. walked by, and I just turned, and he was, like, face-to-face with me. So I just, like, put my stuff down. I was like, dude, give me a hug. And he did. So I didn't freak him out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't press charges, which is always a plus. I didn't have to go to court. Right, man. For that specific hug. Yeah, right. Did you guys play with Marshall Tucker in Charlotte? Yeah. Okay, right on. Yeah. It was the... Uh, uh, I think it was the Fillmore East in Charlotte, and uh, I'm originally from there. I'm from uh, Davidson, it's a town right outside yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte. It's about 45 minutes, and I'm I've just, you know, like I, I live far enough away from Charlotte to where a trip to Charlotte was like a trip. Like, you spend a day doing it, right? So like we, me and my dad would go to Guitar Center and stuff, and there's a lot of landmarks you recognize going through, Charlotte, like Speedway and stuff, like the NASCAR Hall of Fame and all that stuff. Sure. Uh, um, I don't know. It was just nice. It was cool to come back and play such a prestigious venue, like, right off the bat, you know? Right, for sure. Like, You guys recorded in Charlotte, right? Reflection Studios? Yeah, we recorded at a studio called Reflection Sound Studios, which is, unfortunately, not there anymore. But uh, it's been there. It was. It had been there since uh, 1969, and a bunch of really famous people have played there. Joe Walsh played there. James Round Band played there. Uh, R.E.M. Uh, recorded Murmur there. Uh, so Drew got to be in the same vocal booth as Michael Stipe wow. doing vocal booth, which was really, really cool. Uh, we got to work with an absolute wizard named Mark Williams. He's amazing. He's got tricks for days. And uh, him and his buddy Shane were behind the board in the studio. They did a great job. Right. Uh, for production, we chose our buddy Jamie Hoover from the Sponge Tones. They're a pretty big band around Charlotte. And they're, uh, yeah, you heard of them? Yeah. The Sponge Tones? Yeah. He's the, the guitar player. He produced the album. We got to go to his house and use his home studio. And he had, like... I mean, it was his house, so he had, like, a guitar collection there. So we just walked into his studio, and there's, like, $50,000 worth of guitars just laying there. He's like, oh, I got that one then, got this one then, got this one then. Uh, we got to sort of delve into his, like, gear pocket, I guess. Right. Say. It was nice. It was really nice. We got a... Got any um, uh, shows coming up up there? Fillmore, right? Up in Charlotte? Not that I know of. No? No, not, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Let's say that. We're trying to get back to Charlotte because we love Charlotte, and Charlotte's cool. But, uh... Yeah, not on the horizon yet. Charlotte is cool. Charlotte's very cool. Yeah, there's a you know the, the gigs there. There, some some of those gigs up there, man. There are just we 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 played the band that I play in. We we've played some we've played some places up there, and it's just ridiculous the the, the crowds that they bring in. There, there's so many people that want to hear great music there. Yeah. You guys would fit in perfect. I mean, that's the thing sure. about cities, though. Is there's there's so many people just there that a whole lot of people are just bound to show up. Right, at some point or another. That's right. right. So, that's what's nice about big cities. We like we like that in places like Asheville and Charleston and New Orleans. Gotcha. Of course, places in Florida and stuff. Are we good? Are we done? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Did you want to bring Mitch out here? Yeah. yeah. Just right. Thanks, dude. No problem, man. Thank you, Carter. Yeah, appreciate it. You're welcome, Abby and Andrew. All right, Mitch, how you doing today, man? I'm pretty good. Can't complain. Great. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. Right on. Hey, um, so. After watching your YouTube videos and all that stuff, um, you guys, your instrument's the electric violin, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, 
tell me how, how you guys incorporate that. Um, well, I guess we just try and... I always think of how I can sound like... During our songwriting, I always want to sound like a horn part. Like, I feel like sax and violin, I, I think of us like the horn section in a funk band. Right. But then, like, I don't want to only play funk, and none of us do, so... Sometimes we need just different sounds, so sometimes we need a rock and sax solo, and sometimes we need a violin solo sound like a guitar or something like that. So it's like, I, I think of it, really, I think of it just for songwriting purposes as just a horn part. Right. Uh, when you guys are playing your live shows, uh, what, what, what kind of pedals are you using to, to, to turn those fiddle sounds or violin sounds into, say, like a, like a psychedelic guitar or something along um, that way? I've got... Uh, I've got this effects rack um, called Axe Effects. It's right. What um, you know, Periphery, that band. Right. Um, it's what, like, it's what a lot of just metal bands use, and it's a really great thing. Frank Zappa's one of his sons made it, um, and it's it's got everything in there. So I'll build an amp, I'll build a little cabinet, and uh, just put distortion and phasers and gotcha. and stuff. It's fun. That's real cool, man. Yeah. Well, um, who do you have any uh, people that have done that before or do you have like inspiration to to put you on that type path um i would say from violin i would say probably my biggest inspiration is casey dresden just seeing how he uses the instrument um and also how he uses effects he's got some really good sounding patches um and he's a great player and very uh innovative and also uh i i love listening to like like for guitar, I just like listening to metal, like stuff like that, like prog metal, um, and everything really. So uh, if, if I'm gonna wrap my head around it, you take influences from all types of genres and try to implement them. What are you guys doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a hard thing for a young person to do. <laughs> I, <feel laughs> I understand like that. I understand for sure. What, what's the plans of Porch Forty? Where what do you see you guys going in the next couple months? Um. We're going to go, uh, right now we're kind of just trying to play a little bit lower key because we got some people in school still, so as soon as everybody's graduated... Western Carolina, right? Yep, good old Western Carolina. Yep. As soon as everybody's graduated, we're hitting the road, and we're just going to go as far as we can, we're going to go as hard as we can, we're just going to play shows and bring people more music everywhere, so... That's great. I'm excited about that. And hopefully after this first tour that we do, um, we're going to record the album, our next album. And that's that's really what I've been excited about. Like, even when we were doing the first album, I've, I was just thinking, like, by the time we do this second album, it's going to be, music is going to be such a different thing for all of us that we're actually going to feel like we're, we're making a livelihood by playing it. So we're actually going to feel a little bit like professional when we get in there you know and it's gonna be it's gonna be like really fun i'm just excited for that next album really and tour is gonna be awesome well as fans we're looking forward to it we appreciate you sitting in with us and all that good stuff and we'll see you next time for sure yeah thanks Thanks. for having me thank you mitch thank you
myself awake and I don't know why I'm so unlike the rest of the world. There's something wrong with me, something deep in my core. And I think about the future, I think about the past, I think about the present. Now it never seems to last. Yes, I think about adversity, but personally it's worse than me. I'm just like Socrates, oh, and I can't stay asleep. And I wake up in the evening after sleeping through my day. But don't try to help me. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.